This is Chatting Human Design, the place to be to hear how real people use human design in their everyday life. I'm so excited to have you. Hello, welcome to Chatting Human Design. I am your host, Janelle Turner. Today's guest is a 6'2 Spleenic projector. She is a body, mind, and soul coach. Her name is Cody. Welcome, Cody. Hey, thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited. You're welcome. You're welcome. And we met on in randomly in a clubhouse room about human design. Yes. And Cody is into a lot of things, including human design and gene keys. So we're probably going to talk a little bit about both, but they're interrelated a little bit. Um, so why don't you go ahead and, and start us off by telling telling me how you how you came to human design? I was, so I originally came to human design actually through my body mind coaching certification. I went into a program to become certified as a body mind coach. I have a background as kind of like um, a, a a body somatic therapist, a massage therapist that was very integrative with like intuitive healing and Reiki and energy work. And so I wanted to kind of incorporate. I was learning so much that like there is this component of body mind integration. So how do yeah. we work with the body and the mind for, you know, kind of a, a whole overall healing, a, a bigger picture. And that's when I found the body mind coaching kind of program and certification. And it was just totally in alignment. But one of the things that um, Laura Wick, the founder, she taught from or with as a, as a part of her kind of tool bag was human design. And that's when I first mm-hmm. learned that I was a projector and like it, I totally like lit up and got super excited and like, what is this? Mm-hmm. I need to know all the things. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really funny too, cause she was a projector. So it was really cool to see someone as a projector leading from a place that is in alignment with their design. Um, and yeah. so so that was such a, an amazing like experience that that was that was my first introduction to it and and then I just I just kind of caught fire within me and was like but I love it I want to know more yeah oh my god I was totally the same my mentors are both projectors one of them is actually a mental projector which is awesome that is awesome. and you're totally right it's really cool to learn watch them work from their place and to yes. see how projectors should exist in the world and not just hear people talk about it or learn about the semantics of human design, but to actually look at this person and go, wow, like you're really living your design. You only do your work when you want to, and you take a lot of breaks and you really are paying attention to the transits and all that kind of stuff and your inconsistent energy and all those things. And to (laughs) me to like, see those things happen is really cool. And um, I'm glad that you had someone like that to usher you in as well, because human design is kind of can be a lot for a projector. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say it was it was a very um, it was a it was a very graceful introduction instead of sometimes I feel like our introductions can to things can be very intense, you know, Mm -hmm. very jarring. So so it felt very graceful. It felt very and the way in which she would use it as a tool for teaching, you know, it was so important because there's a difference between teaching a generator how they market their business and how a projector Mm -hmm. is to market their business. And she really talked to that. And it made so much sense that I really got this experience of like, 
oh, this is how you use this as an integrative approach because we're not all cookie cutter. Like we're not all, you know, the 10 steps, exactly. 10 steps to make this happen. Well, <laughs> right? that doesn't always fit with everybody. Uh, yeah. so th- it was, yeah, it was a very graceful introduction to like human design and getting to have fun with it and getting to play with it. And that's one of the big things I love yeah. about human design is it's about experimenting. It's about ex- playing with it. Yeah, that's the thing. You're totally right. It's it, it's one thing to listen and and to and to learn and to read. It's another to put those things into practice in your real life. And with human design, it's something that is an ongoing thing. There'll be, yeah. I mean, there's always going to be days where I say screw my strategy and authority and I just do whatever. Or when I don't have energy and I know I don't it, and I'm like, well, I'm going to do these things anyway because I I I don't want to be lazy, right? So, and that's always going to happen. And so it's to me the huge thing with human design is awareness and acceptance, awareness of my individual human design, well as well as what's going on with the people around me and the energy around me. Since I'm a mental projector, I'm very open, and I really ha- have to start. I need to really start doing this. I'm really telling myself this now. <laughs> I really need to start paying attention to my environment and yeah. where I am and the people that I'm with. And um, I'm actually meeting some amazing people through Clubhouse, not just you. You're amazing, but I'm meeting oh, like well, thank you. more. You are. And that day was so serendipitous because I was stressed out, just like you, you were talking about earlier. Sometimes putting out a podcast can be stressful because you want it to look a certain way or be a certain way, and it's like I can't put it out unless it's go, unless it's going to look exactly like I have it in my head. Right. And for me, it was I have to be prepared and have multiple episodes ready so that I don't have to stress out about finding guests. Like that was the right. thing. And before you and Erica and Whitney, I would had no guests like prepared and I had nothing for that this this coming week right. and I was like I have to be okay with not putting out an episode like I just had to be okay with it and I was like getting myself right with it and I was like it's just gonna happen this week you're not gonna put an, out an episode it's not the end of the world so like I was ready and then I was on Facebook and I was like oh yeah Erica keeps posting about this gene keys thing I should check it out it's really real early for me but I'm gonna check it out and then I, it was like, I it was came like in and I was like, oh, serendipity. I know, I know. And it was like, we got to chat with each other and meet each other. And it was, it was really cool. And it's, it really reminded me that there's so many avenues and so many different people to meet who are interested in similar things that I am. Yeah. And I was kind of freaking out that that I was like, oh, I ran out of guests. I've ran out of people to talk about with human design. They're all gone in the whole world. And, <laughs> and obviously so I, in our own head, like we were like, we convince yeah. ourselves of these crazy things. Yeah. I was like, oh, I guess the podcast is over. That was fun. Um, it's very third line of me to be like, I'm done with this. Let's burn it on. Let's set it on fire and just be done. Um, but then I met you guys and I was like, you know what? I bet you if I just continue to connect, then there'll be more opportunities. And yeah. now I'm going to be co-moderating some rooms in Clubhouse, which wasn't a thing that I was, I was looking for, but I don't know. It's just been this whole last week has been kind of crazy and fun. But as a projector, sometimes I get nervous because I'm like, do I have enough energy for what's about to happen? Yeah. I, I don't know. 
So I just have to, I'm like, give myself permission to see how, where it goes and to always make sure I take time for myself. Like today I told myself, no matter what, go take a walk. It's a nice day. It's going to be nice all day. You have plenty of time to take a walk. So that's a shout out to projectors that when the, the invitation has come and the exciting shit starts to happen and you're like, okay, like to still remember what you are because you want to, at that point, you're like, oh, I'm a generator now. Let's go. Maybe <laughs> I'm going to do all the generator. things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm going to put my hands in all the pots over here and over here and over here. And we can do those things. And it's very exciting, but to be aware that at some point you're going to, you're going to need to quiet the system down and ground and do whatever you can be alone to let all those energies kind of I almost feel like it's like revving up the engine and then now you're letting all everything kind of go back to normal mm-hmm. in the car. I don't know if that's a thing. I'm not really very good at cars, but <laughs> that's what it feels like in my body is that I'm like letting the adrenaline like literally leave my body because I get yeah. really excited. Real, Yes. I can yes. tell that you do too. So I do. I do. It's a true story. <laughs> so yeah. So Today, what we kind of wanted to talk about, and I'm really glad that you brought this up because I haven't really spoken about the not self on podcast, and it's a huge, huge part of human design. Right. Um, I'll touch on it quickly. Uh, The five types, um, they each have a not self theme. Generators and manifesting generators are the same because they have the same aura. So the not self is kind of almost like a red flag or like a, hey, like pay attention to where you're at or what you're doing because you're getting a little bit off track if you if you feel this way. It's not a bad thing. It's not a thing to avoid. And it's not something that you are going to somehow learn so much about human design and get so good at human design that it will never happen to you. You will always feel you're not self at some point. It's part yeah. of you. It, it's, I like how you said it, like it's a flag. I almost feel like it's like, it's like the detour sign on the road you're not supposed to go down. Mm-hmm. telling you no 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 no. you're supposed to take a left here <laughs> stop yeah. do not do not go you're gonna fall into yeah. a day if you keep going <laughs> yeah yeah but don't but there's also it's it's really important to accept them accept it when it happens and to be aware of it because like I said it's always there's always going to be a point in time when you feel you're not self no matter how much you think you've, you've worked on your, your inner self and how much of your conditioning you've worked on, it's always going to pop up, even if it's just a little bit. You, we just get better at seeing it. We're just like, yep. oh, oh, there's the bitterness. Like, I, I, I see it now. I didn't know what it was before, but now, now I do. Right. So as projectors, our not self-theme is bitterness. And when I first heard this, I got kind of bitter. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Right? Right? I was like, I don't, first I was like, I don't think that's the right word. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I feel bitterness. Like that's not the right word. I just kept telling myself it wasn't the right word. And then I would feel it. And I'm like, oh, it is the right word. I just, (laughs) I understand it differently for me. A lot of times it happens when I'm jealous or when I have projector FOMO and I'm seeing other things happen that I want to be a part of. And I feel like life's passing me by and then I just get all pissy and I'm like, well, I don't like you anyway. I'm going to unfollow you. And I don't even like human design. This is stupid. And like, it's a very, to me, it feels like a very childlike, like I'm having a tantrum a little bit. Like this is dumb. I'm going to throw all this stuff away. It's stupid. 
And then I, I do that sometimes and I'm like, oh, that's bitter. Like that is straight up bitter. So kudos to human design because you got it right on the head. (laughs) You nailed it. With that bitterness. Yeah. It was funny in the Um, beginning, I thought I was like, I, I feel like I just get more frustrated. Maybe I'm more like a generator, you know, and I just feel frustration. And what was really funny was I, I actually didn't understand what bitterness was. And I, we had a funny around the same time that I learned human design. I did one of those like gene things with the like 23 and me where you figure out whatever but yeah. it, it actually tells you it, and it said in my 23andMe profile, this one doesn't have the taste buds to taste bitter. And so I was like, huh. if I can't taste bitter, then maybe I don't actually know what my own experience of bitter is because maybe there's like this kind of disconnect. And so literally yeah. for like the first year, I had to teach myself this is this feeling right here that I'm feeling. This is called bitterness. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is bitterness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same. I, I think that now. word can throw people. Yeah, I think it can throw people. It can mean different things for different people. I think we all can experience bitterness a little bit differently depending on our conditioning. And, and just like you said, maybe you weren't sure at all what it was. And now all of a sudden you can put a name to it and it's like, yep. oh, okay. And to recognize that is huge. And again, it's kind of, like you said, a detour sign to say, okay, look at where you're at right now. And maybe you need to shift something or go a different way. Or maybe it's just like, you need to stop and take a minute to, to mull things over, to let things process. Because especially projectors, we can get, like I said, caught up in the energy around us and really get to me, I feel like it's getting swept up in like a, a like water and like a wave. And I'm just being taken along and it feels really exciting. It feels really good, especially if it's something that I'm really into, but yeah. I know I'm, it's going to burn me out. Like yesterday I had a wonderful zoom call with some wonderful people. Um, and it was a long one, which is fine. But afterwards, oh my God, I felt We're like I, I got hit by a dead. truck. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was starving. I'm so hungry. And so I ran out and was eating some food and I'm like, I need to sit down for like an hour. I need to be in the sun. I need to do something. Like, I don't know what's happening, but I was like, but I was so happy because it was a great conversation. I was like, that was, so I had like these weird feelings of excitement and like, oh, this is so awesome. And then exhaustion. And I was like, I was like bouncing between two worlds. And it was so, and I knew last night I'm like, okay, I need to go to bed early and I need to sleep throughout the whole night because one of our dogs um, is incontinent and we have to take her out in the middle of the night. So she, one of us has to get up every other night. So mm-hmm. I get up every other night in the middle of the night and take her out. Last night I was like, babe, I can't, like, you have to do it. Like I need to sleep the whole night through. I was like, I'll do it two nights in a row, three nights in a row. I don't care. I need to sleep the whole night through. And he was like, sure, I got it. And it was amazing. I woke up this morning, like birds chirpy. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I feel so good. And it's because I, so I refreshed. Yeah. And I intentionally did it. I, last night I was like, okay, you really bound up your gears today. So you need to get a good night sleep. And just that awareness of, I know what I did was a little, well, a lot of energy for me, but it, I wasn't going to avoid it simply because I knew it was a lot of energy. It's an right. exciting experience. So I think a lot of times, especially with projectors, especially when you learn what you are, sometimes you can shy away from the energy or from the doing because you know you're not supposed to be doing. Right. But sometimes 
when you get an invitation, that's, that's the time to, to move things along. You do actually have to physically do things. Like we can't just right. not do anything ever. <laughs> it but doesn't, doesn't as entirely as, work that way. That would be fantastic if it did. Right. But rather we, we have to be really selective and really aware of what we're doing day to day so that we're not um, creating a cycle where every day you're filling your schedule and your calendar with things because you think that's what you're supposed to do. So right. That's how I feel about bitterness. And I'm just thinking- so that y'all know out there, it's not all negative. There's a signature theme for every type projectors is success. So when you feel success, that's like a green flag, like go, you're doing great. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go, do, go do the thing. And I, I love that, you know, you honored the balance of what you needed. And, and I think that's a part of like the, the projectors um, experience is, is, you know, recognizing their limitations, but also recognizing mm-hmm. what they need to to nurture and cultivate if you become off, because it's life, we're going to become off balance. We're, that's a part mm-hmm. of balance is, is the mm-hmm. ebb and the flow. And so looking at balance rather than always being perfect, it's really about always being within a flow and being willing to, to pivot or, or do what we need to do to take care of ourselves and also doing what we need to do to show up. So I think I, lo- I mm-hmm. love that um, you honored that for yourself. Yeah. And that's and a it's huge messy. Piece of, it's a huge piece yeah. of deconditioning. Yeah. And that's like, it really is. When you're dealing with the not self, every center that you have in your human design chart that maybe is open, there's going to be a theme, like a not not self theme um, Mm -hmm. that can be prevalent in that. And a part of the human design process is a deconditioning process, especially Mm -hmm. for us projectors, because we can act like generators and we can become bitter when we can't be like generators. So you have to work through that deconditioning. Yeah, I agree. And it's, it's, it's great that you mentioned not only does each type have a not self theme, each center has a not self theme. So you can kind of get even more into the specifics about it. For me, the one that stands out the most is my roots, my root center, not self, which is always being in a hurry to be free of pressure. Uh, Head center too. They're both pressure centers. So that makes sense. Like when you have open pressure centers, they are going to make you feel pressure. Right. So that's, that's kind of what I feel a lot. And then the open solar plexus avoiding confrontation and truth is a big one for me too. Yeah. I know you had a breakthrough recently when it comes to not self. I didn't really ask you if you wanted to share anything about it, but if you'd like to share, (laughs) good, please do. This is the projector in me going, yes, please. Can I, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I totally (laughs) did. I want to hear about it. So um, my, my deconditioning that happened this week was really related to my identity center. Um, so I have an open kind of like identity center, right in the, right in the mm-hmm. center of your, your sternum with your, your mm-hmm. kind of your heart chakra, so to speak. Um, and, it, and it's really about your sense of identity. Well, mine is wide open, but I have- Oh yeah, it is. I've looked at my mom's and hers is filled in. And so I've always had this identity, like the question of like, what is wrong with me? What am I doing wrong Mm -hmm. um, that I can't um, 
accomplish my goal. It's, it was a very, it's, it's always been a question around orientation and a question mm. around the direction that I'm going and how I may or may not be doing enough to accomplish the direction I want to go. Like it's all very, yep. very identity driven um, and mm-hmm. very sense of self, but also as it's the not self, it's, it's, it's this going within and saying there's something wrong with me that I, that I don't have a clear direction. Well, the identity mm-hmm. center is all about being, being able to surrender to and receive your clear direction. And the gate that we were currently moving through is gate two, which is all about receiving and receiving mm-hmm. your, your own, your correct divine kind of orientation, your soul direction, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. And so the, the, the epiphany or the kind of breakthrough I had was absolutely in this area on, I was about on was that Monday, I don't know, which it was Monday or Tuesday. It feels like this week I've lived four lifetimes. Like, <laughs> um, I really faced this question because of course I was on the social medias and I found somebody that I liked that was doing it better than I was or doing mm-hmm. the thing that I want to be accomplishing. Right. And I was like, mm-hmm. why am I not there yet? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. a full tantrum, but it was one of those like full body tantrums where I felt like such a failure. I felt like there was something inherently broken or wrong with me. So when you feel yeah. that, that intense core wounds, like I, I was angry. I was bitter for sure. I was in mm-hmm. tears. My body felt like it was completely constricted. I was out trying to go for grocery shopping, which I ended up aborting because I was getting so mad at everybody. Like my, mm-hmm. my anger and my frustration was just like coming out of my pores, like yeah, everywhere. And so I was like, you know what? I need to go home and I need to be present with this feeling because so often we want to try and run away from that feeling or we want to try and fix it or we want to try and mm-hmm. kind of heady our way into like using our head to solve the problem and get all heady with yes. it. And I was there, I was trying to do those things. And of course it was just getting worse and worse and worse. I was getting more angry and more frustrated and more bitter. And Mm -hmm. I have learned a lot from the gene keys. One of the premises of the gene keys is to, it's about facing your shadows and the shadow frequency of of who you are in order Mm -hmm. to allow yourself to receive the gift, receive the, the higher vibration, so to speak. These are my words. But the the core premise is to allow, accept, and embrace, and to use that idea of allowing what you're really feeling, accepting it as a part of where you're currently at. And acceptance is not a giving up. It's not saying, Mm -hmm. oh, I just have to accept this. This is just the way that it's going to be. It's kind of that pessimistic attitude. It's not that. It's really a gentle softening and embracing of like accepting that right now, is a bad moment. Right now is a bad day. Mm-hmm. Like where I'm at, this is this is what I'm what what I got going on. Um and then embracing it. Embracing it kind of like you would embrace a friend who is crying. Like you wouldn't try and mm-hmm. stop them. You would be like you just hug them and love them, right? Embracing them. And so yeah. I went home, I sat out in nature for like 2 hours, hashtag #projector life. <laughs> yes. So and good. And I just really allow, I, I, I really asked myself, I was like, what would it be like if I just allowed myself to feel this feeling, this, this bitterness, this, this experience, this pain that I'm in so deeply that I feel it within, in my bones. Um, and it was for me a softening. It was a softening and a, 
and allowing myself to feel it deeply and accepting it in the present moment. And as I did that, and it was, of course, over a period of time and just sitting and, and kind of thinking and reflecting, but very loosely thinking, like I was trying hard not to think actually. Um, and I was just feeling at one point, everything kind of quieted down outside, you know, the birds are chirping, the wind was blowing, but then everything kind of got stiller quiet. And then this thought, you know, you have those thoughts that like are not yours that you swear to God, mm-hmm. they're from somebody else came mm-hmm. through and was like, this is your, well, nuts. you have a spleen. It's spleenic kit probably. Yeah. It was absolutely a spleenic kit. I, I always forget my spleen, my spleen whispers to me and it sounds like somebody else's voice. It's awesome. It's yeah. <laughs> so it literally said, this is, this is your not self. This is your mother's identity. And I was like, mm-hmm. holy mother of Toledo. Like, this isn't me. <laughs> this isn't mine. This isn't my truth. And the moment that that moved through me, my whole body softened. I could actually breathe. And it was like me and nature completely synced up and had this really beautiful experience of complete grace and surrender. And in that moment, what I started to really realize or reflect on is because my identity center is open, Uh I am not meant to lead my life. I am Mm -hmm. meant to open myself up fully to whatever you want to call it, spirit, consciousness, you know, collective God, but to, to the flow of life moving through me and through that I will be led. Mm -hmm. So it is never in my, what am I doing wrong? Because it's not in my doing that I lead. It is in my surrendering that I am led. And that was such a powerful moment for me because I was like, that's my truth. That is my true self and all that other stuff is my not self, like all of it. Mm-hmm. And the way in which I could surrender to that was so, was so, so powerful. I, I felt it in every ounce of my body and my being. And the crazy part was shortly then after I, I kind of did a cleansing uh, meditation and, and a little ceremony, and then I was just out relaxing and I had a small bird land on my head. Oh, that was the birthday. I saw that. He landed on my head and tried to make a nest out of my hair. Which for <laughs> me was the confirmation that I was, I was freaking doing it right because yeah. I was still enough. I was present enough. I was open enough. I was open enough in my center, in my heart, in my being. There was such a peace in me. There was such a calm. Even when the bird came and landed, I was like, what's up little birdie? What are you doing up there? What's going on? (laughs) I was totally jazzed about it. I was like, welcome to the show. (laughs) (laughs) And and it, it was this confirmation that when we truly open ourselves, things that we never could have imagined can come in. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and so good. That was the like, that was the defining moment for me, right? Wow. That's huge, Cody. I love that so much. And while you're saying you're saying all that, it 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 was funny because I was thinking I also have an undefined identity center, but that's where most of my active gates are, and that's where my identity cent my incarnation cross is. All four of my incarnation cross gates are in my undefined identity center. So interesting. So I'm here to lead without having a direction. Yes. It's very like, I've had a reading with my mentor and he explained it to me and it was like, uh, I get it, but I don't get it, but I don't think I'm supposed to get it yet. So that's fine. <laughs> but it's, 
it's, I love the identity center so much. I really feel that that was the energy that caused me to move from California to Colorado, knowing no Mm -hmm. one and finding an apartment on Craigslist because I couldn't be where I was. I had this strong feeling of, I need to change my, my, where I'm at, my physical environment. And that's huge with the um, identity center or G center, as it's called sometimes is your environment where you're at. Um, that, that is huge for your progress. And I feel like you have progress leaps and bounds. Oh my God. It was huge. It was national bird head day. (laughs) National bird head day. That's what it's going to be called from now on. (laughs) National bird head day. Just call me, just call me snow white. That's fine. That's so good. And it's so great because I know that, you know, that that's some of that stuff will come up again, but now you're like, I I, I recognize it and I see what it is. I accept it and I will let it pass through. And it's just so much, it feels, you feel like you have so much control when you don't like when it's, when it's just energy passing through you, but you are, are allowing it to happen. You're like, okay, I'm allowing this. So I'm technically in control. (laughs) That's how I feel about it. I'm technically in control. (laughs) So not to leave the rest of the types out, I will really quick go over your uh, not self themes and signature generators and manifesting generators are both not self theme of frustration, which as Cody said, all the types can feel all the things, but when, when you feel frustration, that's just a sign that maybe you're a little bit off track. And then satisfaction is going to be the signature theme for those two types. Manifestors are anger and peace, which yep. peace is kind of a vagueish word. And I've, I've gone over it a little bit with one of my manifestor friends, but it's really when, it, when we're talking about this kind of stuff, it's a feeling inside. So it's more yeah. of a, what does peace feel like for you? What does it feel like when your body is at peace? And yeah. when you think about it, an angry person is like riled up and very heated and hot and a peaceful person is pretty much the opposite. So it's really, you're just trying to move yourself from a little bit of one extreme to, to another, just to, for me, it really helps to calm my nervous system down, which I can Mm -hmm. get really riled up. And the reflector, I want to forget reflectors, their um, not self is disappointment and their signature is surprise. Oh, I like. I think that. it's really fun. Yeah, it's I don't a really think I knew one. that there that there um, was surprise was the part. I don't think I looked looked at that part, so I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. To be surprised by life and to and to really just be like in awe and dazzled by things that are going on around them. So I like that. That yeah. reminds me. I I chose for a little while to to see um to ask myself every day how how will I be delighted by life today. So that that reminds me of that. Oh, that's wonderful. I love that. Well, this has been so great. And I'm glad that you chose to share your breakthrough because that is- Thank you for letting me. Well, of course, of course. It's huge when those those things happen because like you said, it's just kind of something you can hold on to so that each time something like that that knocks on your door, you're like, I I know what this is. I I, I think I I can take this on. It's not that you're telling it to go away or you're pretending like it's not there. You're allowing it to come through the door and- then pass through yes. the back door on its way out. <laughs> <laughs> right? Move, move on through. Thank, you, Thank you for coming, but you can't stay here. <laughs> so like I said, this has been awesome. And I'm so happy that we connected because I feel like we're going to continue to stay connected in this community. I hope so. Yes. We will. I've noticed that my connections and the people that I'm meeting are really important. And so I'm really trying to make sure I, I remember when I get a feeling of like, oh man, I want to be that person's friend to like 
hang on to that and know that they like me too. I've always had this weird thing with like, I'm not cool enough or, or funny enough enough to be friends with these people like why would they even like me I'm like over that feeling now and I'm like you know what they like human design I like human design I think we'll we'll be just fine we'll be just fine (laughs) yeah I feel that really connects we can totally nerd out together yeah yeah but I mean there's so many other things that are gonna connect us you have great hair I have great hair there's gonna be lots of things you know lots of things so (laughs) so um I'm glad that you're here and I have one more question for you yes what is your signature dance move? Ooh, what is my signature dance move? While you think about it, mine has anything to do with arms and too much, too much arms, too, a lot of arm movement. It's very embarrassing. And I have I like oddly it. long arms and it's just, I get, when I'm dancing, I'm like, wow, and my arms are everywhere. I have to be careful. I've smacked people before, like... <laughs> not the it's not the best and most safe move but That's I would say amazing. any crazy arms I guess we can call it crazy arms crazy arms crazy arms I love that. <laughs> it's, this is really I don't know that I know the answer to this I would say my first my first hit when you asked the question was uh, dancing like a hippie mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is I I really when I dance I really try and surrender to the absolute um, essence of the music, mm-hmm. which can take you a little while to like get out of your head and get out of yeah. the embarrassment. But to like dance fully embodied, kind of like be ecstatic dancing. That yeah. I, I love that. So yeah, I love that too. Definitely dancing dancing like full on like a hippie, you know, like whatever soul that. dancing. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah, I like that. Completely surrendering to the absolute eternal experience of what we're going through. Yeah, that's right. Me. That's so me. <laughs> when Cody and I meet for the first time, she'll soul dance in all crazy arms and it will be wonderful. It will be magical. <laughs> it will be pure magical bliss. <laughs> all right, Cody, if people want to find you, how do they how do they do that? Yeah. On the socials. So- on the socials. So on Instagram, I am Cody, C-O-D-I-E, period or dot, um, Lee, L-E-A. Um, mm-hmm. And that's my name. Pretty much everywhere you can find me on Facebook, um, at Cody Lee, the same. Um, on Twitter, it's Cody Lee Soul, S-O-U-L. And then my website's CodyLee.com. Um, and I also have a YouTube channel and um, a podcast. Uh, the podcast is The Everyday Wise Woman, which you can also find on my website. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Go check out Cody. She's an awesome human being. And I'm just really grateful that I met you. Yeah, same. Oh, and if you're on Clubhouse, come join our oh, yeah. chat. I'm on Clubhouse. I, I keep forgetting. Clubhouse at Cody Lee. Um, the same as everything else, Cody Lee. And yeah, come join us. Come join our chat. Hang out with us. I really mm-hmm. want to, my envision is that like, it's basically just a round room of us just chatting about mm-hmm. keys and human design and everyone is welcome. So if you don't know anything about any of it, you're mm-hmm. still welcome. You're going to, mm-hmm. you're going to learn because it's all, it's all relative. It, it, it's all here for a purpose. Exactly. And you're, you're totally right. I'm glad you mentioned Clubhouse because it has been one of my new favorite things to do as well. So everybody check out Clubhouse, find Cody Lee, find me, Janelle Turner, and see what we're up to. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you for listening to Chatting Human Design. Join me again soon. Have a fantastic day. 